0: Hello and welcome to That Films chew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. This is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and TV news. We have a Barbara Gordon. We might have a Blue Beetle. And Predator goes back to the beginning. Hawkeye has a release date. Pokemon goes live action again. And Waterworld is set for a splashback. For some reason. We're getting more Waterworld. (laughs) But before all that, (laughs) trailer talk. And it's been a while since our last movie show. Ordinarily, we get together fortnightly. It's been three weeks. And I think it's been quite a while since the latest Ghostbusters trailer was released. But we just need to talk about it. We've not had the... I feel like it's still... I think it's still new. It still feels new to me. It nearly doesn't feel new. But okay, you know, we can... We'll talk about it as a <laughs> new trailer. The trailer teases old foes and familiar faces. How are you feeling about this trailer?
1: Well, you know, actually, I think you just said it then. Like, it doesn't feel new to you as, as it doesn't to me because I just feel like this is a recut of maybe like that first trailer they put out or the second one. I mean, there's yes, there's new stuff in it, but it, I don't know. It kind of feels like there wasn't much actually new in this trailer. Okay. I, I, am I wrong?
0: Am I wrong? Um, well, I noticed some things. I mean, for one, there's new stuff. There's new stuff. I'm not saying is? there's not the end of the trailer, Razor Cult Bookshop. We get a cameo from Dan. I mean, that's yes, <laughs> that's, and that's pretty
1: cool. Are they trying to not make that
0: really obvious, or is that oh, I, mean, I don't know. I feel like that was presented see... in like a no, I'm you like, see this... who is it? No, you see the sign on the window that says or reads "Razor Cult Bookshop."
1: No secret. It's I really should have watched this trailer Bus- maybe more than <laughs> once. Well, it's it. the bookshop. And the end of it, Bus- like you, you know what, do But so they're obviously incorporating. You know, they're bringing the because uh, we know that this movie is going to be legitimately in the world. It's a continuation of sorts, but they're they're really bringing back the guys, I guess.
0: Like. I just don't know how much they are going to bring them back. But it's a continuation. They are coming back. I mean, this they, trailer... They're coming back as their actual characters. Of and course or... they are. Yeah, that's, that's what's happening this Did You say, time. of course not they like, are, but... Um... Not liking that movie. <laughs> my thing, though, it, it really... Like this trailer in particular, it really does play like Goonies meets Ghostbusters. And I know... The shaking things up, it's it's a genuine continuation. It feels like those first two movies, but it's kids. I just I don't know. I'm optimistic, but I've got to say, I'm not really excited about this movie. I I want to be. And I would say mm-hmm. it's like one of my most anticipated movies of the year, not based on anything that I've seen specifically, just the fact that it's a new Ghostbusters film. But this is directed by Jason Reitman, the son of original Ghostbusters director Ivan Reitman. I I think it's gonna be good just based on the trailers. It's not gonna be those first two movies and those guys. They're in it. We know we know that much. I'm I'm optimistic. I mean, he's clearly doing a lot with the visuals where possible is using practical effects. Like the bit with the Ecto-1 in the field, that's a car in a field. That is not CGI. They did that, spent an afternoon driving the car around the field. When you see what looks like smoke or fog, it's a dry ice machine. So it's going back and leaning into what they used for the effects back then and fitting it in with like modern visuals of today. Something nice about it.
1: Yeah, but you I mentioned. It. I like, do
0: I do want to see it. I don't know what you are thinking I don't, but I don't know.
1: You know, like with um with the sun, it's called the sun directing the movie. I mean obviously there's there's the poetic side to that, but you know, at the end of the day, it's not just like oh, okay, it makes sense that the you know that the 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 Reitman's son is the one directing. He's a good um director in his own right. <laughs> uh I was <laughs> i (laughs) made it worse um no i mean like he's he's done some good some good things um beforehand so you know like even if this is a little bit you know different it's a you know like you said shaking it up a little a little bit at the end of the day if if we're getting a a well-told story uh, a well-made picture um set in this ghostbusters world you know what? No complaints here. I am all for it. I am i don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's not the trailers that are turning you off. Maybe it's just
0: the amount of time that it's taken. Oh, no, we, we, went to, like, I, we went to have this movie last year, weren't we? Yes, yeah. No, I'm not being turned <laughs> off. That's not what's happening. I'm just not really excited for it. Which maybe it's just that I a can't. buzz has
1: gone. Did you have the buzz before? Even when you saw like, the first... Trailer or two? I'm just, I'm sorry. It's I'm the kids, this is, man.
0: I, I, it's the kids. It, it's, it's, you know, I love the movie Goonies. Okay, we well, came to hate it children. A time, Fine. A time <laughs> in my life, and I can watch it again now, and it takes me back to that place. So I've watched it with my kids. Goonies is great. I don't know. I, I again, I'm sure it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be good. The original Ghostbusters are back, obviously, minus Egon, but the film is focused on his family. Egon went to that yeah. farm town for a reason. There's a mystery there. We we see some of the ghosts. Oh, we get the terror dogs in the trailer. We get yeah, they're running And and we get what looks like the taxi cab driver from on Ghostbusters one. That goes back. There's a lot of. A Come lot on, of you're going to have a
1: good time with this. I,
0: I know Paul I'm runs not. in it. it I know. I, know, I know I am I know I'm going to I know I'm going <laughs> to like it but I'm just yeah I feel like I should be really excited for it um, I
1: guess, I guess the, the one positive would be at least you're not getting super excited that, um, you risk being disappointed so I mean
0: that's it but either way let me be honest <laughs> opening weekend more than likely opening night I'll be there I'll be watching it of course I will for sure yeah. For sure. The next trailer I want to talk about is a film that I never knew existed until hearing about the trailer. It is Malignant. A new horror movie from director James Wan. Had you heard about this?
1: Um, only when the pretty much when the trailer launched, which is probably when you first found out about it. Um what are they they dropped a, a poster? The trailer, if not hours apart
0: okay, the, I, I mean the I same, watched. I mean we had the same experience, yeah i saw the I saw the poster, you know she's laying down from the side, red face is the thing pointing towards her eye, and then, yeah, then watch the trailer, and I'm into it, James Wan directed horror, Like, at first saw the poster, saw his name, my assumption was produced by that again I exactly which is this. what we've been yeah which is what we've been getting for a while and you watch, um, but the, great to... yeah but you watch the trailer and it's like reeling off his credits and it's like you know james Wan, saw insidious and the conjuring He's got a pretty good track record doesn't it so i'm i'm here for more james Wan horror definitely <laughs> Aquamet, wait
1: no, don't put that on there don't, the send trench. the wrong message
0: that was pretty Horrific in a hover kind of way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The visuals no, I, The stuff. were pretty cool.
1: Yeah, got pretty got pretty dark. But look, starting with that poster, and as this is trailer talk, but with, with that poster, I mean, what struck me is that it's very. I mean, it's 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 visually it, it's kind of a scary image, which is pretty good for a poster. I mean, I, I'm not like oh I'm I'm shitting myself, but it's like you know it's oh, a it's an uncomfortable image. You start watching this trailer. And the start of it is just nothing but these. Just every shot, every little snippet of footage is just something a little bit creepy. Something whether it's just the way that the the camera is positioned, or the visuals that are on screen, or the just the lighting, or the flickering of things. It's just there's there's seeing things happening, and it's just like oh okay, that's visually striking. That's mm. making me a little bit uncomfortable. Oh look at that. That's uh, oh yeah. Ooh that's a bit creepy. When was the last time you watched a trailer that, that you could say was doing that? Yeah, no, I can't think, right. honestly. And then and then you've got, it kind of goes back to the poster, like that final shot of, yeah. you know, like she's, she's laying there, it's sideways, and then there's like things moving in the background. There's this like body thing that's moving. It's like, what the hell's going on?
0: Can I I don't know what I this movie's about, and that's great. <laughs> More than halfway towards the end, I stopped watching. Ooh!
1: Being, knew nothing that's about good. it
0: until the trailer, the poster. You were and sold, watching, and now you're like, "Well, yeah, I don't need I, to say anymore." But I was like, the show is a lot here. Like, it started to really be showing a lot." I'm doing that more and more now. If a trailer starts oversharing, I just stop watching.
1: You make me so proud. That's that's good that's a good way because what what is the point of a trailer to to convince you to to watch this movie to increase your excitement level um, at whatever notch it's at just to increase it a bit and if you're already there if you're like I'm watching it then yeah, no, you don't I need mean, to
0: watch any more just go watch sold. the movie Perfect. A poster directed by James Wan i was sold already but yeah I'll i will felt like the were, there were showing a lot to be visually
1: i i guess they do but i mean like, if you're like, what is this movie about? I have no freaking idea, man. So it's all good. I feel like there's nothing. And I'm going to forget half of what I saw. himself
0: as a child, as a perceived as an imaginary friend to an adoptive family, and he comes back as an adult. That's good. That was my takeaway. <laughs> the oh, yeah, well done. <laughs> well, okay. That's it for Trailer Talk, and now let's get on with movie news.
1: In the Heights, uh, star Leslie Grace has been cast as Barbara Gordon in DC's upcoming Batgirl solo movie. Um, have you? First of all, there, there's a bit more to to this news, but have you seen In the Heights? The musical. Are you familiar with this? Okay, no, I like the like the musical movie?
0: I know you're a big fan of musicals. Uh, <laughs> hey, talk about no! I'm familiar with the movie and I've seen her in the posters, the trailer. But I've not seen the film.
1: Um. Well. Leslie Grace, I mean, by looking at it, right, I mean, my immediate guess would have been, oh, is this Batgirl movie going to be connected to potentially that new, you know, Robert Patterson, the Batman uh, movie? As we we know, Commissioner Gordon is played or will be played by um, Jeffrey Wright. And, you know, if you're looking at these two actors, you'd be like, okay, there's some sort of... uh, you know, similarity in, in, in appearance there that you could draw connections to. However, um, J.K. Simmons, who we know was Commissioner Gordon in Justice League, is in talks to return as Commissioner Gordon. So, this movie really, uh, I mean, to put it in concrete, is is a part of, I guess, the DCEU.
0: Yeah. And Not to say always, I was told any other way, but I, I was going to say it's, it's always been presented that way. That's always been the idea. Because mm. what they're going to look at doing is obviously continue to release. DC EU movies on the big screen but then some smaller characters or although you know Batgirl she's been around for a long time but certain DC characters their films are HBO Max originals so that's where it will premiere and it will not at least at this time have a theatrical release
1: I mean, That's sure. Cool. I mean, if it's so made, well, we, if it's getting, made for
0: that purpose, it's fine. It's just when they, they do it, a, that I, I get it. Getting a Batgirl movie, and Batgirl we're getting more and more that uh, DC content coming to HBO Max. Just like we're getting a Blue Beetle movie. This is a character that have talked about for quite a while. First coming to the big screen, now the small screen. Are you familiar at all with his character? I've seen, him, I've seen him in things, mostly
1: in animated form. Um, he's not like Brave and the Bold.
0: That's right. other Brave and the Bold stuff. and Young Justice. So yeah. Th- there's been a few Blue Beetles over the year. The more popular one for me was Ted Cord in the 80s. But now we've got Jaime in those cartoons, and he's the version of the character we're going to get in in this new movie. Zolo Maradina, best known for his portrayal of Miguel Diaz in Netflix's Cobra Kai, is in talks to play the lead. That's what was posted ahead of him being at the premiere for The Suicide Squad. Ah. I'm pretty sure he's got the part. There was casting <laughs> news, and then he was at the premiere. I mean, did
1: they... Did they just invite anyone? Like, I don't know. Does he well, have also
0: action? at the premiere was Leslie Grace. So There you go. That's it. They're in the family. They're in the DC family. Yeah, all right. He's got the role. It's a Batgirl, Blue Beetle, original HBO Max movies. Mm. We've got the, uh, the cast of Injustice
1: Gods Among Us. So that's DC's next animated movie. Um, it will include Justin Hartley Anson Mount Gillian Jacobs and more we've got Justin Hartley as Superman Um, Anson Mount will be Batman Laura Bailey is Lois Lane Jeanette Varney as Wonder Woman Gillian Jacobs as Harley Quinn and Kevin Pollack as Joker and Jonathan Kent wow that's odd 'd follow well, I'm assuming Joker and I'm assuming uh <laughs> Joker and Jonathan Kent are two different characters, otherwise
0: they're doing something very different here. yeah I mean <laughs> wow, what range he must have <laughs> to go from Joker <laughs> to Jonathan Kent you know we recently acting. <laughs> acting we recently reviewed Batman the long Halloween parts one and two, and we found reviewing that and I, I guess we kind of came to the conclusion with Justice Society, World War II, before that. They've gone back to a shared continuity, and they started fairly early with Superman, Man of Tomorrow. We got a one-and-done with Batman, Soul of the Dragon. I really hope this is a one-and-done.
1: Well, I mean, we would assume we would get, like, um, the... I mean, Justin Hartley wasn't Superman in Superman Man of Tomorrow, was he? Well played. That seals it. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, new voice just, cast, meme. Yes, yeah, of course, of course, yeah.
0: I, new um, continuity I miss, or new one-off. Yeah, I missed that subtle clue. Yeah, it's just <laughs> the story of Injustice, evil Superman. I didn't want it part of a shared continuity, but, you know, okay. Based on the game, the Tom Taylor comic, you know, I'm happy to sit through a uh, I mean, they're pretty much close to ninety minutes now, aren't they? Feature length. Yeah, that's okay. I can watch it as oh, a one done movie. You speculated it would be such. It makes sense. I
1: think that kind of that's got to confirm it. Otherwise, they're
0: they're just being wacky. They're been wacky otherwise. So
1: yeah, like all right, could be could be cool. Could be cool. It's a
0: popular game. The the Tom Taylor comics were very popular about all of them, and um, yeah, you know. Okay, it's cool. I suppose the only downside to it might be that are we getting
1: a lot of, even if it's not just like an evil Superman, but like just that evil Superman type, we're getting that a lot in things, whether it's a live action TV series, movie, cartoon, like when I say cartoon, an animated thing. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot.
0: I'm Hopefully, this
1: stands out as being something, not just like ah, we've seen it. We've seen. it. I mean, it, this
0: this is one of the more popular ones. You know, we've had different stories over the years, like an Elseworlds tale with Superman Red Sun. But you know, within the story, the telling with Injustice, I see where they're coming from, and and again, it's hugely hugely popular. So I watch it. I watch all. Of these movies, I'm not sure where (laughs) you're up to with Superman and Lois. I know you were playing catch up, but they they do something in there where you do get a darker Superman, and the way they handle it without giving it away is a really good way of telling that story. I've I've seen like the uh, like the
1: the flashes to like the alternative world. Basically, okay. I'm up to the I'm up to the flashback,
0: like the big flashback episode. So, okay, I'll, I'll watch that one? just in case people are listening and not seeing it. But the way they handle, sure. I mean, it's a trope at this point. You know, it's you know they keep going yeah. back to that same well, whether it's comics, films, TV. But yeah, evil Superman. There's obviously an audience for it. I May Destroy You, writer, director, producer, and star Michaela Cole has joined the cast of Black Panda Wakanda forever. I can't tell you anything more than that. That's what's been reported. I mean, that's the news. It's a big get for them and a good opportunity for her. Obviously, she's very well known in TV. But yeah, so this is going to be her first big role. Yeah, look, I'm not. I'm not
1: familiar with um, with I made a show. I, I gave it a Google. I gave it a Google search, and that was as far as my pretty much research took me. So, a drama series. Um, it does look like primarily um, like a black cast um,
0: show. So, I mean, yeah, Black Panther. She's British. She's kind a big ghosts. talent, and the need to do something with Black Panther too. And you know. I feel at this point, they pretty much do have an invalid audience. Like So much of what people got out of that first movie is going to get them coming back for a sequel. But it's pretty rare that you get a superhero sequel and the superhero is no longer in it. I feel like they need to be doing something and casting like this is definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a whole that's a whole
1: topic, and I think we've we've discussed that before. But I'm still so curious as to what direction is this movie gonna go in. Like, who knows? Who knows? I I, I don't know. But yeah, like you said, if they're doing things, pulling talent, yeah, you know, like, oh, it's yeah, that's all they know. Like, inject talent, and like hopefully the rest will follow. But <laughs> it's a good story; it'll work. Uh, Taika Waititi's animated Flash Gordon adaptation will now be a live-action movie. So Taika Watiti's live-action
0: Flash Gordon adaptation is on its way. I mean, I'm there for it. <laughs> I, I really am. I mean, I feel like <laughs> he's made his Flash Gordon movie with Thor Ragnarok, but okay. He's actually going <laughs> to tackle the character flash Gordon this time so we'll we'll see what it brings but he's someone now that he's such a big talent and I'm, I'm just yeah i'm there for whatever he is putting out it's we window something like this like the concept of
1: turning this into a live action thing suddenly i'm like well wow, this is either going to be a much much more difficult project to pull off or it's it's just going to fail horribly um and it's just gonna look look weird cheap i don't know just cheesy it, it's not gonna I don't, in my head i'm not a creative like like what's it, I like i can't comprehend what this is gonna be I, I just assume it's gonna be ridiculous but as an animated thing i can picture it like okay yeah you can go crazy lots of color lots of you know 80s bam and right <laughs> Thought so of Magnum. It would have worked. That had all of that.
0: Yeah. I mean Okay, yeah. I've got to be honest. Really? Like Flash Gordon as a character. You know, there was that movie in the 80s. Gordon's alive. You know, and all of that and the Queen songs. <laughs> I think that's where well, my brain is stuck on. and it can't it can't move on from that. I think it's just gonna be that, but like with like smartphones. <laughs> I've got to be honest, like if we're not talking about Taiko Hiti, I'm not as interested in Flash Gordon. So I'm pretty much there for him and what he's going to bring to it. Because yeah, do you know what I mean? He's someone that's he's, he's working at the top of his game, like Jojo Rabbit. Like obviously, you know, not as silly as Flash Gordon, but it did have some, you know, high concept <laughs> ideas in him as Hitler. And I don't know, like if he's directing it. I'm, I'm there. You know, just like we're talking about the James Wan movie. Like, there's certain people if they're involved, okay. I'm now interested in this yeah. without them attached, maybe I wouldn't have been.
1: That's 100% true. Like, I'm like, I, I trust it. Whatever is happening, is going to be incredible. I just can't comprehend what it is, so I need to see something. And I'm sure it's going to both baffle me and blow my mind at the same <laughs> time.
0: We're getting more turtles. That's the thing that's happening. SNL writer Colin Jost and his brother Casey Jost will write the next live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. There's like, oh, okay. And this is separate to the animated Seth Rogen movie, right? Because I had to... that in my head. I was like, weren't, weren't they doing something? So this but, is separate, okay. And then it's like, right. okay, so what is it? Like, is this another reboot? But then when you read on, Michael Bay will again be (laughs) one of the producers on the film, just like on the 2014 Turtles movie and the sequel from 2016, Out of the Shadows. Now, is this him being able to stick his name on it because of some producing credit from those first two films? Or are we going to get something completely different? At this stage, we don't know hopefully what we get
1: is much like the transformers franchise like maybe this could be the bumblebee of it whereas not that michael bay directed those first two but maybe you know like he won't be as heavily involved and we'll get something a little bit different but then if it's in continuity we're going to get those scary designs uh, i don't I know. know you know
0: really... they were scary i didn't mind yeah. them
1: but they were scary
0: <laughs> uh, i recently re-watched them and not so much the first one, but Out of the Shadows. It's pretty fun. You know, it's, it's a lot They embrace cartoon. the cartoon, yes, yes for yes. the most part. and Let's embrace and it I, and then put it on the screen. Yeah, I, I had fun with it, but I don't know. I think I'm more interested in the Seth Rogen cartoon, to be honest, but we're getting to Turtles films. You know, just one more thing before we move on. I recently re-watched Mystery Men. And it wasn't, I've seen this film like so many times. And it wasn't until my most recent watch that I noticed Michael Bay has a cameo in that movie. Have you ever known that? He plays one of the. I'm trying to think. Okay, so when you've got Casanova Frankenstein, the Jeffrey Rush character, and he's telling all the bad guys his plan, and then you've got (laughs) the um, Bat Boys, and then one of them asks if he could bring his beer to the other room, that's Michael Bay. What he, the hell? And I'm oh, wow. I'm sure that's Michael Bay. And I checked it afterwards. He's um, he's friends with the director, so he's got a cameo in the movie. <laughs> Random, I know. But there you go. That is that is weird. And it's like it's, it's not like he's a. I mean, if you
1: know what he looks like, I guess you know. But I mean, he's not like an overly identifiable
0: guy. I mean, I mean, if, passing I mean, on the street, you probably wouldn't recognize him. If you know, you know. Like you know, I'm sure yeah. we're both watching Bad Boys for Life. And it's like, oh, look, it's Michael Bay. He's in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, but that makes
1: more sense. Anyway, (laughs) I didn't mean to derail Um, us
0: with some Michael Bay trivia. That's
1: fine. I'll derail you with some Clerks 3 news, and that is, it's
0: on the way. More than that, day one of shooting was on Kevin Smith's birthday. It's happening. Hey, there's some fun trivia there. (laughs) I'll follow it today. The original cast. Are together like this is a film that is happening. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, I'm gonna give it to <laughs> Kevin Smith. Obviously, he's got to. He's got to a point in his life, and it's like you know what, I'm just gonna do all the things that I want to do, and he's doing yeah, it, it. Whether it's yep. massive universe on Netflix, obviously he's got his million podcasts that he's constantly pumping out, and and he's doing a sequel to Clerks three. You know, and I. I used to listen to most of his shows, but not as much now as I used to, but just going back to when I did, and he'd always been waiting on something, whether it's getting something made for TV, getting a film put together, getting finance and all those things. And yeah, like now, it's like everything is happening the way that it seems to want to happen. I'm quite pleased for him. Like I've been a Kevin Smith fan for as long as I can remember. and. I really like Clerks 2. Thought it was excellent. And now we're getting Clerks 3. And again, because I'm not listening to him as much as I used to, this news just came out of the blue for me. But I'm sure he's been talking about it for a very long time. But here we are. Not only do we hear about it, it goes into production and they're actually filming it. Crazy. The
1: takeaway from this is. I feel like it, maybe this isn't news, <laughs> except maybe of course like they, they've started that um, they started filming it and stuff. But um, oh, no, that's yeah, maybe, maybe okay. everyone.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe if, already. If you're on, on yeah. The, yeah, if you listen to his shows, but it became like big news where all the news outlets were reporting on it like, recently, like in between our last movie show and now. So oh, yeah. it is like it's a it's a big thing, but for me, again, it came out of nowhere. Speaking of things that um coming out of nowhere, Predator 5. Yeah.
1: Like, I you think... think this big IP of a project would be talked about, anticipated, you know, lots of trinkets of news. You didn't even know this was happening. In, I, I don't no, know, unless I've completely missed been...
0: something. No, no. What's going on? Yeah. Like, what have we been doing? Like, we do this movie show like on a regular basis. <laughs> and even this news, no, one, I, I... the news is actually I... the fact that it's got an official title, not the fact that it's happening. Now we- Exactly. <laughs> We've no, missed it's we're not missing. us. It's it's the
1: news outlets that we rely on heavily. Uh, I guess I don't know, they're just not talking about it. If they're not talking about it, we're not talking about it.
0: It's what I it mean, is. But look, do, you said We do have our ear to the ground. Like, you know, we're you know, always on on the lookout and what we get to talk about on the show. And yeah, a fifth Predator movie just completely Went by. So, this is the news Predator 5 is officially titled Skulls and filming is well underway. When did that start?
1: The story (laughs) Kevin Smith will probably talk
0: about it. (laughs) Exactly. The story will be a prequel that reveals the first time a Predator comes to Earth. There's so
1: much. There's so much here. First of all, (laughs) I, I, I can already see it on the posters, or wherever they're talking about it. Predators, the S will be a
0: number five, and it will say culls. Predator skulls. Yep. But the S is a five. I mean, you shared that with me earlier, and I immediately took it for the movie show episode title. Just Amazing. in case they don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did it first. We did it first. Um,
1: do you want to see, I I kind of like the idea of this being... Like a prequel that goes back. Like, how long has Predator been on Earth, or 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 Up Predator, or or Predators, or whatever? How long? When was the first time they came? Because you're, is it in Predator? Is it called Predator Two? Whatever it's called, Predator Two,
0: the one with the one set in the concrete jungle, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That one, yeah. The yeah. yeah. Cool. I always you know, like, like that. They tagline. get
1: to. They get to the they get to the ship and you know there's like there's guns from I don't know, yesteryear from like I don't know the dawn of the United States kind of time. I if, I think it'll be they have to take him back to a time where like I guess the people have some sort of gun gun power to to at least challenge him in a way. Otherwise, it like it gets to a time where they just got they've just got sticks and bow and arrows like they they got no chance so i don't know what what decade when unless i unless i just don't know but like do you know can on. give honest? me answers man
0: i i don't know if i care <laughs> it would be interesting Honestly, this is something different i i was there opening weekend for the predator thought it was gonna be good i was looking forward to it Shame that's Black. the, the latest one, right? Yeah, the one. yeah, number what's yeah. what, so what for Shane Black, an actor <laughs> in that first movie, now writer and director of The Predator. And yeah, massive disappointment. Predators, the third one, directed by Robert Rodriguez. That's pretty cool. An alien world. Um, yeah, I have some cool twists in there. I just I don't know. Show me a poster, show me a trailer, change my mind. But at the moment, just... (laughs) Let me know what decade it's set in. Predator skulls. It sounds like almost a home release. I don't know. Surprise (laughs) me. Especially if they put that five in there. This is the thing, right? Filming is well underway. We don't know who's in it. (laughs) I I feel like they've really scaled it back with this movie. This is like an Amazon Prime,
1: Netflix, <laughs> what are those? Who owns this?
0: Is it Fox? So it's Disney. This Is a Disney Plus movie? <laughs> I mean that I'd watch. You you release it on Disney Star? <laughs> yeah, I'll watch that. That's, that's crazy. But just just
1: think Predator in like colonial times. Come on. Uh,
0: I Come I no, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be that. I just, yeah, I'm generally quite interested now. Like, filming's well underway. We don't know no casting news or anything. You're interested because you don't know shit. Like, <laughs> you,
1: you know nothing, so you're... Okay, um, I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, anyway, moving on. Zack Snyder. Um, he'll reportedly return to co-write and script um, Army of the Dead 2, as he and Deborah Snyder sign a two-year first-look deal with Netflix, you know that heist zombie movie that we that we just watched, and there's a
0: prequel coming, and now there's this sequel coming, and he'll be back. I enjoyed that first movie. I'm I'm pretty keen to watch more. Have you seen the trailer they put out for Army of Thieves, the prequel? Yeah, I'm almost surprised you didn't like want to chat about it. But I mean, yeah, I watched it. It's got that. It's got that one guy that's like... Theatre. Well, he's he's the main guy. Yeah. And I'm blanking on the actor's name, but he's also writing and directing it as well. All right, so It's pretty Let's much his, his movie. I was surprised this to movie. see zombies in the trailer, to be honest. I didn't think we were going to get that at all. I thought the heist was going to happen before the outbreak. But, um, yeah. Well, cool. I suppose that would be, like, I guess, the beginning of the outbreak. Yeah.
1: Mm. But, yeah, like, so... I mean, I'm assuming with, with the sequel... Of course, Snyder was going to be back. He wasn't just going to dump and run, was he?
0: From what I've read, this the success of the movie took everybody by surprise, including it's Snyder by surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like it—it it was obviously a Netflix original film, and they're not always the best. And this is clearly one they'd put money into, and it was a big hit for them. And then. You know, sometimes whether, you know, you mentioned Amazon Prime, if it's Amazon or Netflix, a hit for them could be popular a weekend and then it's gone. Yeah. Whereas Army of the Dead, it stuck around longer than most.
1: So yeah, I'm, I'm Look, into it's, the idea it, of a sequel. It's a, it's a project that people, idiots like us, you know, like we'll, we'll talk about and discuss as news drops. So, it, you know, it's getting that, that conversation going. It's getting people talking about Netflix. The, subs, the subscriptions come in. It's what Netflix wants. It's working. Like, it doesn't matter, that I, really, yeah, it doesn't matter that I didn't really... it doesn't matter that I didn't even like
0: that movie. I'm still here talking about the sequel. Here we track. are. No association. <laughs> Plug in Netflix. <clears throat> Leslie Odom Jr. is set to lead a new trilogy in the world of The Exorcist. Franchise star Ellen Burstyn will return to the role of Chris McNeil with Halloween helmet, David Gordon Green set to direct. The first film was expected on October 13, 2023. Right. So with that cast connection, is this like an extension of The Exorcist film? I mean, that would be the point in bringing her back shortly. (laughs) I I would think. I don't. I don't know. Unless like, it's unless it's, casting. <laughs> I mean, I mentioned you know David Gordon Green, like he's currently directing Jamie Lee Curtis in the new Halloween films, so he could be doing the same thing for for the Exorcist. Yeah, but see,
1: it's. But then my next question would be like, do they do they ignore or acknowledge, uh, you know that that short-lived Exorcist TV series? That what was, was a, con- yeah, but that's yeah, it. I'd say short because I wanted a third. Um, you know, because that was that was a
0: continuation of sorts. Without Remind me, because I I bowed out of season two because I wasn't doing it for me, but I did enjoy that first season. Oh, it was, Oh, it was a young girl all grown up, wasn't it? Yeah, and if yeah, you haven't watched season. that show,
1: that's a big spoiler. But yes, there you go. <laughs> oh, right. Is that a spoiler? It is. It's, not, oh, right. it's not too like
0: it's Not a show the end. that's been I off the air. Regan, is that name Regan? It's been a while since Regan. Started. Regan, whatever it is, yeah. Megan McNeil. All right, but a, a mum's back, for this new one. Maybe they're just going to touch on the first movie. Who knows? I mean, if you look, was at, she in? Was she in the, the TV series? I don't think was she it was the same actress playing the mum. No, I don't think she was. But again, David Gordon Green he his halloween film is a sequel to that first film not halloween 2 so maybe they're just going to do that same thing again either way we're getting more exorcist on the big screen and they're bringing a original cast member back pretty cool okay so that's it for movie news now on to tv news South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone
1: have signed a new deal with MTV that will see them creating 14 new South Park movies for Paramount Plus and more seasons of the main show. The deal is said to be valued at $900
0: million. <laughs> okay, the first thing we need to address here. How many films? Fourteen. Oh, what? I mean, okay, that's a lot. This news
1: is crazy. Number one, nine hundred million dollars, drab. This is going to take them to like I think like their thirtieth season at least of of South Park of the of the main of the main show. These fourteen. Now they've obviously you're probably familiar with like the main movie that they that they did bigger, uh, you know, like longer and uncut and uncut. Got the DVD. We yeah, so did that. That's like their. That's their only theatrical movie. They've done a couple, I guess. Like, what do you call them? Director home video release kind of things, or TV yeah. movies. I guess these. My I imagine these fourteen new ones would be similar. Like they're they're for Paramount Plus. They're they're for that or or whatever. They're it's, not going to be like, hey, we're putting fourteen movies
0: out in cinemas. No, no, like, and that's it. Like part of the news, as like you say, Paramount Plus, which is launching here in Australia very soon. So, yeah, I, I get it, but they're still making films. Like They're going to classify it as a film, whether it's, you know, like a four-parter or, you know, like you said, they've done yeah. like extended 90 minutes. Or, yeah. It's just bold. Like the, the press release that they're making 14 films. You're like, what? <laughs> it's crazy. I'm
1: How still bold. baffled
0: by that price tag. Like, can, can I, I ask, mean, honestly, do, do you watch New South Park? Or in fact, do you watch South Park period? Uh yes. And I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I did
1: because I have watched it so intermittently over the past like maybe I guess like the past ten years, it would be like you catch the old episode here or there. What me and the wife did, um was it last year? Might have been last year, where we, we did a full rewatch of the whole series. So I've now watched every episode up until the uh, the most recent two, which was the the pandemic special, and the uh, I think it was was it the vaccine special or something? Something. Like that. I think it was the vaccine special. They're still okay, they're still fine. I mean, the thing, okay. the thing with South Park hits hits a certain spot. Like, it if you're talking about being bold, like what a bold show.
0: I mean, people know South Park the thing is like do. yeah i mean they're so
1: current and yeah. relevant I and mean, i guess the 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 sooner you watch them the funnier they are like if you if you have too much distance between what's really going on you lose a bit of the, the humor like you, you've got to be onto it like as soon as you can watch them yeah like watch them like they're, and there was that documentary, they're so topical
0: so current well that documentary showed you how they're so topical and current like the quick turnaround yeah. of how like quick they... Five weeks or it. something. Yeah, it's... It's, 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 nutty. it's incredible. Like, I really, you know, got to respect the craft. Um, I mean, South Park, I remember when it was brand new when I was in high school and it was the big thing. Like, I was obsessed with South Park. Like, most people were, you know, my age at the time. Whereas, I could honestly say, I mean, I've got 10, 50, 15 years more since i watched an episode of south park i've just not seen really or had no interest in it i mean i could it's, maybe even say 20 plus years I and mean, would it be maybe 15 years since i've seen an episode of south park and i can't remember the last time i wanted to this news is impressive. <laughs> I, I, I just remember like i remember
1: like one of the um you know, whilst doing the rewatch, it, it wasn't the most recent season, but it was like maybe two or three seasons ago that they were watching, and I was just sitting there and I was like baffled. I was like, this
0: show is so smart. It's just so clever. Oh, I I agree. I just don't want to watch it. I get all the <laughs> points that you're making. I mean, I don't know. Oh. Maybe if I watched a a current episode, as you say, as it's airing, close to like, world events. Like
1: the past few seasons, there's been this whole running thing about like um like Integrity Farms, which is like Stan, like uh, Randy's. He's got like this weed farm thing, and it succeeds and it fails, and oh it's like an like an ongoing thing, and that's sort of taken over the
0: show for a bit. But, I don't know. It's it's funny. It's it's just good. It's good. But again, going back to that first movie, I remember being excited for it, watching it at the cinema, loving it, and yeah I don't know i feel like I've outgrown it, but there's clearly an no. audience I mean Paramount Plus definitely thinks so to be investing. <laughs> yeah I mean, nine hundred million dollars, crazy money, but again, it's a good day for me. <laughs> Ryan Parker. Isn't it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I recently rewatched Basketball. That is still a really funny mm. movie. That is a good film. Okay then, moving on. That's another South Park. Back <laughs> to superheroes. Michael B. Jordan <laughs> is producing and will potentially star in a Black Superman limited series for HBO Max. The project would centre on DC Comics character Val Zod Kal-El's foster brother, a fellow Kryptonian from Earth-2. So when this was speculated a while ago, it wasn't necessarily a limited series for HBO Max. We we're talking about a black Superman movie. And I was saying then, it's not necessarily going to be Clark Kent. Maybe they're going to look at another character, and it sounds like that's what they're doing now, by focusing on Val Zod.
1: But this is... This is a separate. Is this not a separate project to the one that we've recently been talking about? I don't think they're doing two of these. It's. I feel. I, I think this is a, a separate. Do you? I think this is a separate thing. Yeah, from what I've been hearing and reading,
0: that they've they've got that. But that one thing also going on over there and then isn't Clark Kent. I don't know. I'd be surprised if. If I mean they uh, do both. They do it a lot and um I don't know it's, uh I don't know they they
1: yeah they're just doing a lot of different things and at the end of the day I just
0: want man to still too still like oh, yeah, me too me too. Um I mean having HBO Max having that streaming service is good for them. Like there's like the Titan show which is available other places but it's on HBO Max. You've got Superboy in there. On the big screen, you're getting the new Flash movie. Supergirl's in there. It'll obviously, you know, be available at HBO Max as well. So they're bringing a lot of DC characters to the small screen. Green Lantern, the TV series, another one. I guess it's a it's a place for them. It's a it's a
1: way they can explore these other characters, even if they are, you know, different riffs on our on our core characters. You know, whether they be derivative or or not. You know, maybe. If they're good characters, and they, again, once again, how many times can I say, it? like, they're good characters, good story, and, you know, the production is it's well
0: made, then hey, if it's worth watching. I'm just waiting to have somewhere here in Australia where you can get all this and just go to one place. Like in the US, they've got HBO Max. No, just... It's yeah. all that. I've told Marvel, you Disney Plus have got yeah. it all. You just go to that For one sure. place. I told you how I tried
1: to, you know, I'm trying to catch up on like the Arrowverse and it's Arrow's on, Arrow's on Netflix, Flash is on Stan, Legends is on Binge. I don't even know where Supergirl is. Mm. <laughs>
0: it's, Supergirl is Binge. Like, or
1: I could, I could go put my physical media into my yeah. into my
0: PlayStation and watch, uh, watch the Blu-rays. But binge, Superman, Lois Binge, Titans, Netflix. Hmm. Black Lightning, Netflix, all over. No, it's not all too much. Over the place. Not too much. I just don't want to
1: put a disc in. I have to get up. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Disney, though, uh, they've announced that Marvel's Hawkeye will officially premiere on Disney Plus on November 24th, 2021. And they've revealed a first-look photo to go along with the announcement. In that photo, we've got Jeremy Renner and that chick from... Pitch Perfect or oh, Bumblebee I'm going to say yeah <laughs> Bumblebee that's my favorite yeah. reference is it Haley Steinfeld yes it, her name blanked my mind that's why I said that chick from Pitch Perfect yeah it's them two looking oh, Bumblebee. at Bumblebee what's well, good yeah <laughs> it's a good image good for them good for them yeah. I mean the the news is we've got um, an announcement like a date a premiere date but what's interesting though um it wasn't too long ago. I think it's probably probably like a month now that um, I think one of the one of the producers or like Disney presidents of some sort um, said that Hawkeye and the Miss Marvel show were both going to be landing in 2021. Now, if mm. if we've got Hawkeye in November, She's I'm assuming the other premiere yep. Disney show that's coming is that Star Wars. Uh, Boba Fett show which was set to be in December.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know where Miss
1: Marvel's going to fit. i did read
0: that she's moved to next year. Is that confirmed or I did? I, well, I read that. I mean, <laughs> it's clearly not happening this year because we're going to have starting this week. What if the animated mm-hmm. Marvel show that's going to take us up to Hawkeye and that's going to finish out the year. There's no room. I mean, what if Miss Marvel?
1: What if isn't going to run through August, September, and October?
0: Is it? No, I mean it's probably. No, that's a good point actually. I and mean, it's only about six episodes. It's quite a short, short season. But what so, I mean is, what if is followed by Hawkeye? So we're not getting right, a then, Marvel show in between. Say, so there's no. Let's there's say no what room if finishes.
1: Miss Marvel. What if could finish at the end of September, failing that, the first week of October or something. And then, yeah, just a, a bit of a buffer break, November 24th. Yeah, I mean, there's no room. There's no room to put another no, premiere show. not at
0: all. So or she's premium show, show, whatever you want to call it. And then her show is going to set up her appearance in Captain Marvel 2, the Marvels. Mm.
1: Well, okay. What's interesting, like, I'm, they, I'm looking forward are, to they be, are they going to be dodging, like, the movie releases as well? You know, Chang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in the Marvel world. It's still a busy yeah. half of the year. Uh, I mean, I mean, they dropped they dropped Black Widow
0: like during the second and last episode of Loki. So maybe they don't care. I don't no. know. I mean, people are going to watch yeah, it they're regardless. Okay. They're going to find their own way there. But I'm mm. just looking at its release date. Yeah. So we're getting. Yeah. So I mean, it's all happening around about the same time. That's the idea, isn't it? You're going to watch these shows weekly at home, and then opening weekend, most people go out to the cinema and watch the new releases. But Hawkeye, on the small screen, like I've said before, like his character from Age of Ultron onwards, really cool character. So it's good that we're going to get to spend more time with him. An all-new Lego Star Wars Halloween special will premiere October 1st. Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales will feature the voices of Tony Hale and Christian Slater. The story follows Poe and BB-8 after the events of The Rise of Skywalker as they journey to Darth Vader's castle. Is
1: that what we wanted? Yes. A
0: follow-up to The Rise (laughs) of Skywalker. (laughs) I was just going to say, the the Lego holiday special was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. And we, we did a full review... On sounds like comics, and as soon as they announced this news, I thought brilliant. We can do a Halloween special. You can, you can.
1: Well done. But um, just remind me that that holiday, that holiday, that holiday special, obviously being a Christmas one, that was set post the events of the rise
0: of um, Skywalker, wasn't it? Yes, and in that one, yeah, in that holiday special, we got to see not just be told or hinted at that. I'm blanking John Boyega's character, Finn. We got to see that he was Force-sensitive. Right. You know, that whole thing around the Rise of Skywalker and afterwards, J.J. Abrams came out and said that it felt like he was being obvious enough about the fact that he was Force-sensitive. And then most people were like, was he? And then you watched the <laughs> Lego holiday special and yeah. there you go. Yeah, another day. another after the fact uh, decision. It's all yeah. good, but I like so. it. But I look, like he... that Disney Plus are doing things like this, whether it's the the Simpsons time specials or these Lego specials. I like it. It's uh,
1: an excuse to watch something and then talk about it. Um, <laughs> Matt Ryan will return as a series regular for season seven of DC's Legends of Tomorrow on the CW, playing a new character named Dr. Gwyn Davies. Now, you tell me what the hell is going on here. What is happening?
0: Oh, right. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's um, I think DC or somebody, the powers that be, have gone to Legends of Tomorrow and said, "You can't use John Constantine anymore. We have plans." And Legends have gone. But we kind of like having Matt Ryan around the Wave Rider. Let's just give him a new character. Make it work. <laughs> you, okay,
1: this this Doctor Gwyn Davies is this oh, person? Is this character oh, yeah. a, a robot or I've like got, a monster or something? Something no that, idea. with prosthetics. Well, no, they just don't give a shit. You know, no menace, idea.
0: Like. I don't know what it's going to be. I really don't. I just think they've found a way to keep Matt Ryan on the show without being able to have him play Constantine. I mean, I
1: guess it's no different to, hey, you know, Brandon Routh is Ray Palmer and then, hey,
0: look, he's 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 Superman. It's very different. Brandon Routh was playing Superman again for the first time since Superman Returns. Yeah. So that's a it's a different thing. You can't compare it's, Dr. Gwyn Davis no, to Superman. I get what you're saying. Having a legend play. A you, okay, character. so you're saying the
1: Brandon Routh situation, it's like it was a justified call because they were like, but we want him to come back as Superman playing that.
0: Okay. You know, there so was a. justified. That's the only difference. Before Brandon Routh came back in Crisis as Superman, when Supergirl first meets Ray Palmer, she remarks, you kind of look like my cousin. Which you knows is like a little gentle nod at the time, and then how much time passed, and they do that crisis crossover. I, I get where you go with the comparisons, but oh. no. no.
1: <laughs> I mean, the comparisons are clearly still there. It's the same actor playing two different characters in the same universe. But whatever, maybe maybe he won't have blonde hair. He'll look completely different. I don't know. I'll give him a big brown bushy beard or something, and he won't even know it's him.
0: Brandon Ralph
1: was reprising a
0: well-known role. Anyway, we've done that. Sweet Tooth has officially been renewed for season two by Netflix. Well done. Is this Netflix? Is this, is this good news? Is this good? Yes. This I still is haven't checked news. it out. I have got to be honest. Well, yeah? I've I've said many times now. Sweet Tooth is a very very good show. Very very good show. We covered it on Sounds Like Comics, and the reason why. I watched the show in the first place was to review it and ended up having so much fun with it. It is a very, very good show. Highly, highly recommend you check out Sweet 2. So yes. And you know, the building to something and it's good that they're going to get to be able to continue that story. It's brilliant. It is a very good show. I'll add, it. I'll add it to the list. Got a habit of going, Nope, no more for you. So it's good to hear that we're getting into the is a, season. This is a good change. Yes, good change, mate. I know
1: you're excited for this one. Um, we got we got uh, a Pikachu wearing a hat in uh, Detective Pikachu. We're we're getting a Pokemon live action series this time um, in the works, also by Netflix. Um, Lucifer showrunner Joe Henderson will reportedly write and executive produce. The series. So on a scale of 1 to 10, where is your excitement level? And you can say 11
0: if you want to. <laughs> can I say zero? <laughs> <Is that laughs> okay? Oh, okay, just based on your scales, I'm going to come in at a 1. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, this is a few.
1: This is a few, obviously. This is... Remember what I said about that Detective Pikachu movie? It's like finally getting a live action pokemon uh thing and it's just not what i i mean i had fun with it but it's just mm. not what i wanted i want traditional pokemon trainers battling pokemon capturing them in balls and stuff again you're like what the hell are you talking about i've seen um, i know what pokemon uh, is. Yeah, 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 okay good good but i mean if this is that then cool i'm all for it my concern is you know Live action Pokemon, like that's got to be expensive unless it look crummy. Like, they're not gonna be, I don't know, like to make it look good, they're gonna have to spend some money on the CGI. They're, they're pretty much there's gonna be constant special effects used in every almost every shot, unless there's unless the Pokemon are very scarce in this in this show, but yeah. So, financially, I don't know how it's gonna work, but hopefully, it's good and. If it if it's good, then I'm excited.
0: I'm happy cool. for you. <laughs> I'm happy you for you. Yes.
1: No, this is exciting. This is exciting for Pokemon fans. There are people out there. We like it. Let's let's uh,
0: see how we go. Let's see how we go. Disney Plus has renewed The Mighty Ducks: Game Changers for season two. I'm pretty excited for this, as well. This is. Cool. I've really been enjoying it, but I've got a stop-start relationship with the show. I've got two left. I've almost finished the first season. Oh, for real.
1: I really watched it
0: when I watch it, but if I stop, I stop. I hate to catch up. This became like a Saturday
1: morning tradition for me. You know, it would it would drop Friday night, but I'd you know probably usually watch like WandaVision or whatever, Dark and Winter's Older that night. And then yeah, Saturday morning I'd wake up and I'd put on the mighty ducks. Game changes, you know.
0: It's definitely
1: one hundred percent a kids' show, but
0: I don't care. Oh, There's a good. charm
1: to it's, it. I liked yes. it. Yeah, it's
0: a very, very good show. Yeah, and that episode where Steven Brill came back to direct, you know, the director of that first movie, and you got most of the kids back now, grown up. Excellent. Yeah, it's a very good show. And Emilio Estevez, he's still great as Coach Bombay. I like it. I just need to finish it. Do it do it um
1: yeah do that and stop watching star wars the bad batch Uh <laughs> disney plus has confirmed that star wars the bad batch will return for season two coming 2022 i don't know how much i want to reveal here have you done the bad batch episode of sounds like comics or is that still coming
0: not yet i apologize well, for not knowing no that's a couple of episodes away which is good because i've still only watched the season premiere so i've got a few oh, episodes right to go and the first season has finished or no i think there's one more left i'm pretty sure there's oh right okay. they've aired 12 i think there's 13 in the first season right. but that, first okay, episode, that would have answered my question then. the first <laughs> episode is one hour 15 really good like thoroughly enjoyed it so i'm on board for That's the rest like of movie. the season but i've got a few episodes to get through before recording that episode but yeah season two we're so. getting more that must mean it's decent then, I guess. Paramount is developing a new Star Trek series centred around Starfleet Academy, which will be aimed at younger audiences. More Star Trek. And I like the approach they're taking with younger audiences because for the longest time, that's not been their focus. It's just been making content for fans and obviously a wider audience as well but it's very fan-driven, and at a particular age bracket, adult. Whereas now they're making that animated show for Nickelodeon, Star Trek Prodigy, and this might not be skewing as young as that show, but I like the fact that they're trying to get new young fans. You know, I said I've I've voiced this concern before. Like my
1: concern with all this, um, you know, widening the Star Trek reach is that you know they might lose a little bit of what Star Trek you know was at as its core. But I mean, the upside is you know more people come into the franchise, they'll they'll have a doorway into you know like the original stuff. more modern stuff not as modern but you know like the you know the the universe as such whether it's the abrams movies or you know next generation whatever it is but i'm still feeling like are they are they are they are they hurting the franchise in some way but maybe i'm just being a little bit too
0: yeah i mean if i can like you know Star Trek, like I grew up on Star Trek, and I don't think so. I mean, we've never had as much Star Trek Mm. as we do now. It used to be almost like one at a time. You'd occasionally have like an overlap, like one season, but have a couple of like one show would have a couple of seasons left. You get a small overlap there, and then you get the movies. But we've never had as much Star Trek as what we do now. But even the way they release it, though, like you don't—if you think about it—they don't release. A new season of discovery at the same time as Picard. It's almost like one at a time. So just having more content is pretty much gonna get to a point where they'd be able to release new Star Trek episodes but across multiple shows throughout a year. That's pretty much where it's this bloody
1: it's
0: it's this Paramount Plus, man. Like And that's it. They need content. They've they got just, Star Trek. There's an just, audience. They need, but again, they need content. The, the approach at aiming at a younger audience, I'll take it. A, a lot of Star Trek fans now, they're not young. They're only going to get older. But I chill you know I them. Mean? They're going to run out of fans. You need to get. Mm, that's people. how it works. That's how it works. You yes. people on board because, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, they're very different. Like, Star Wars has always appealed to a younger audience, a lot more so than what Star Trek's done i like it it's a good approach starfleet academy as a show i'll wait and see but the idea of more star trek i'm definitely on board amazon's upcoming lord of the Rings
1: series will officially premiere on september 2nd 2022
0: they put out an image as well looks all right looks like lord of the rings
1: I mean I've heard I've heard whispers of like something in there about a tree being like inaccurate to some sort of different age of the setting and it's like <laughs> and it's like wow. guys calm down it could be a flashback so wow. I don't know who cares it looks nice it looks green it looks like Lord of the Rings whatever is that a hobbit I don't know probably probably not maybe not I don't know but look I guess I'm going to watch it. I, I kind of I came around to the Lord of the Rings movies it took me a long time but you know they're, they're pretty decent. It's not usually what I go out and you know it's not my genre but they they grew on me. So, mm-hmm. And I know you
0: recently um, did you watch all 3 of the yeah. Lord of the Rings? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 3 consecutive weekends. I'd seen 1 and 2 before. I'd watched them at the cinema. But I've not seen all their appreciation now or recently. Oh, I mean, you know, I get it, I get the appeal. It's just not my (laughs) kind of thing, like you know. Put that on the poster, Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Yeah, I I still need to do The Hobbit. I've only seen the first Hobbit film. You know, we've we've got them to watch. You know what? Same, same. Same. They were just, I don't know, I'll get around to it. Lord of the Rings, so you know, shows like this, it's like, where's it going? It's going to be on Prime. I'll probably watch it then. If it's easy accessible, yeah, I've got Prime. I'll watch it. Put on whenever you want. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, you know, the wife's a fan, so she'll want to watch it anyway. That's it. It's the wives. It's the wives that are making us watch a lot of the rings. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC has confirmed Doctor Who Season 13 will have just six episodes, followed by three feature-length specials in 2022. And that will end in Joe De regeneration story. So we're getting and that, that means she changes, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the regeneration. That's, the that's when we get the new actor. So I think she's so what's that? Three three seasons with Joe De Whitaker as the doctor. Is that normally is that usually like a, the the normal like time that they stay is it, is yeah, it, is I it mean, longer is that long they're for, abouts, for one they about like Tennant went longer did he go longer where when he when they brought the show back in i think it was 2005 we've got Christopher Eccleston for one season David Tennant came oh David Tennant came on and did seasons two three four and was it five with Matt Smith so yeah three seems to be yeah three's a good number three seasons but the they're, they a little three bit, is a good number okay. they're doing it a little bit different here where a shorter season and then three feature length specials
1: hey they could right have been hell bold and been
0: like hey we're doing we're doing 14
1: feature length specials in 2022 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah 14 <laughs> movies <laughs> Yeah, Jody Whitaker is getting $900 million to stay on for four more
0: seasons. This Correct. um, this next season of Doctor Who has British comedian John Bishop as a companion. So I'm pretty interested in that. I'm a fan of his stand up. Uh, but yeah, okay, so we know that the regeneration is on the cards. And and then, yeah, as we get closer, I mean, people are starting to speculate already like, what direction are they going to go in? But it'll um, be interesting to see where they go next. Well, this
1: is the uh, the news that everyone's been waiting for, I can tell. Um, a TV series based on Kevin Costner's 1995 movie Waterworld is in early development at Universal. The project is planned to be a direct sequel to the film, picking up with the same characters 20 years later. I just want to know, is... Kevin Costner coming back? It's been a long time since I watched that movie, so I don't is remember the fate the, of the character.
0: I the audience, did he die? Is the audience coming back? I mean, who's this for? <laughs> the, you know, who is the audience? <laughs> I remember, like, I I bought this honestly growing up, loving Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Right, it was a of course, it Costner. Was, yep, it was a favorite of mine, and Waterworld had me excited, bought it on VHS, watched it, bloody hell. <laughs> it is not a good film. It is no good film at all. So I don't, I mean, who's asking for a continuation of that story? I mean, somebody clearly is, because it's a thing that's happening.
1: I always used to, I always thought it was like, an interesting concept.
0: Everything is water.
1: <laughs> like, it's, you know, I, cool.
0: I was reading about, like there's no land. I, I was reading up on it earlier. Until Titanic was made, Waterworld was the most expensive movie of all time. <laughs> Until Titanic. Because I was I was trying to I was oh. looking at Waterworld if I'm honest when I was trying to put some trivia together for the for the end of the podcast. And I came across a <laughs> few Waterworld things. I thought, oh, well, I'll not mention them, but I've started now. Um apparently Costner demanded that the BFX team used CGI to cover up his receding hairline. That was a thing that aboutly happened. Wow. So when they weren't busy putting gills on him, they were having to worry about his hairline. Ah, Waterworld. Coming to a TV near you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Netflix and Tim Burton's Adams Family series Wednesday casts Lewis Guzman. As Gomez Adams opposite Jenna Ortega as his daughter Wednesday. I mean, he's got a mustache. I guess, I guess that
1: works. And yeah, he does. Yes. I mean, again, much like you know my speculation of you know Barbara Gordon and um, you know the the
0: wrong <laughs> the wrong vision of Gordon. It's like these guys look like they could be related. I suppose that works. They're like they a, a father and daughter pair. And if you're looking at the story, like this is an older Wednesday, so therefore we're going to get an older Gomez Adams, you know, more so than we've had on film or TV before. So he's Lewis not going to be that. Is older. He's Not going to be that old. No, he's not going to be an old man. He's, but if you look, like if they, if you look at Luis Guzman now, he looks older because he is older. I'm not saying they're going to age him up. We're just ordinarily <laughs> when we get Gomez Adams, he's not an older guy. But Wednesday Adams is usually a kid. Jenna, Jenna Ortega, still is fairly like she's she'd be playing a teenager kind of thing, late teens. Yeah, late teens. So I think was yeah. it high school. But but still, the point stands though. That I, I think the, the, the Gossman, weird thing visually, and you know everything he's going to bring to it, it fits the Gomez they're going to have for the show. And it's not about Gomez. More than likely, going to be a... <laughs> it's not about Gomez. <laughs> more than likely, he's going to be a guest star anyway. He'll pop up every now and then. Yeah, I don't, it just—it just seems like a role
1: that I, I can't really see him doing. It doesn't seem like what he traditionally no, not does he? Doesn't usually play like a creepy kind of character. He's usually the more like oh, I'm very excited about everything. You know, like he's, he's always very, you know. Uh, yeah, but like loud,
0: excitable,
1: you know, like oh, it's just lots of energy. And I feel like going
0: there is the opposite, you know. He's like, that guy that's chance. just in things. Wow. He's, so creepy. Mm. he's in things. Like, you know, I clicked that's, on Yes Man. Was it? Is it called Yes Man? What's that movie called Jim Carrey. It is, isn't it? Yes Man. I mean, so Yes Man's one perfect. of them, so if that's what you're talking about, yeah. So you just flip the channel, there's Lewis Guzman on the ledge, doing his comedy <laughs> bit. At the weekend, oh, watched yeah. Journey 2, Mysterious Island, one of the few <laughs> Dwayne Johnson movies I'd not seen, and there he mm. is doing his thing. I mean, granted, he's in more of that movie, but he's just someone that just pops up, good value, and, and now he's Gomez Adams. So doing yeah, good op- time. it's happening <laughs> It's happening. okay well that's it for tv news and now on to the recommends you know what i'm recommending it's uh it hasn't finished yet it's currently airing but i feel
1: like i've watched enough episodes to be fully on board that it has become event television must watch television right. in my household uh-huh. every wednesday monsters at work on Disney+. Plus,
0: ah, you know, I... This is. I was surprised you'd not recommended that previously when we did our last movie show. I, I was waiting. I didn't want to get too excited about it. And then, you
1: know, by the time episode four, five, six rolls around, it's like, oh, this show's kind of average. <laughs> but it's still going strong. It's, it's charming each week. Um, the quality. I mean, this is, of course, the, 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 the TV series extension of Monsters, Inc. Pixar, Disney, you know all of that. Um, John Goodman's back as Sully. Your your favorite Billy Crystal is back as providing the voice of Mike, which is I think the only movies you can tolerate him in, I believe. Yes, you I just don't say. like him, eh? I? I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, they're, no, I, I, they're, I, I they're their rules, <laughs> they're not the main characters in yeah. this in this show. They're like, um, they're basically like running monsters incorporated now it's so it's it's a sequel it says as a sequel to to that first movie you know like so they're not scamming anymore they're they're doing the laugh stuff so it's sort of like it, it, operation sort of changing changing hands and they're sort of ushering that in but they're they're sort of secondary characters because it focuses on like a maintenance team and there's a good there's a good assortment of little a little crew here and you know it's it's fun it's it's pretty much it's like monsters inc like where we're at monsters incorporated there's doors they're visiting kids things are happening you know there's a one and done story every sort of episode but it's an you know it continues like a little serial it's 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 good and at the end of each episode there's a you know mike hosts a little like it's like a like a laugh class like he teaches them how to Teaches the other monsters how to be funny. So it's like a little almost like a little short at the end of each episode. And there's some good humor there. So have you checked this out at all? With the kids? Yeah, I've done the first. By yourself?
0: No, no, with the kids. So it's watching at a steady pace. We've done the first four episodes. My eldest, who's nine, isn't into it at all. So she kind of reluctantly <laughs> watches it. My youngest though, oh, four. True. She too cool for it. her. And I think it's all right, but like, you know it's 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 fine. I mean, you've gone between the two there a few times. Monsters Incorporated and Monsters Inc. I only know the movie as Monsters Inc. So it almost throws me what? every time I hear them say Monsters Incorporated. I'm like, oh, I, I refer Monsters to Inc.
1: the. <laughs> I'll refer to the movie as Monsters Inc., but I guess like their place of work is.
0: Monsters Incorporated. I know, so I but like I only know it as Monsters Inc. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, you know, I I like it. It's it's all right. What's that new chipmunk show, Chippendale Park Life? They prefer that <laughs> sure, so watching yeah. that on Disney Plus. But yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it? it's got like you know, but all right, nine-year-old, go watch your Chip and Dale. Well, they come with together. The, yeah. a
1: good um what really surprised me with this show was it's not more like the quality, but also remember when like, you know, like a Disney movie, I'm, I'm talking like 20 years ago, like a Disney movie would come out and then you'd get a cheaply made sort of um, tie-in TV show that would continue the story, but it was like uh, crudely done, wasn't the best. And, you know, wasn't really much to it. We enjoyed it because we were kids or I don't know, you were probably a fully grown man by then, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would enjoy You know, the, this I don't know. There's a lot of quality into it. I, just, I think I just appreciate that. Like this is almost like up there with all that premium stuff.
0: Oh, no, definitely. Like, it's very, it's very uh, well it's made. And we're going to keep. We'll, we'll watch it, but again, like it's, it's not something I'm watching. So it's watching with the kids. It, it slows things down because there's always these other things that they're watching. But um, yeah, it's good. Like, it's a good. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good show and it's a good recommend. I, I thought you'd have brought it up sooner. I'm going to recommend a show on Stan. And I worked my way through the show. Do you you still have Stan? No. So I did have a time frame, admittedly. (laughs) Well, I do actually. I have Stan (laughs) until tomorrow. I've still got Stan (laughs) today. I've very much been enjoying my free trial. (laughs) But whilst having Stan, wife and I watched Dr. Death. You've probably seen it. It's plastered all over Stan. There's the ads on TV. Are you familiar with Dr. Death at all?
1: No, I'm doing a sneaky Google search right now. Oh, to, wow. Just so like, I'm involved like,
0: in what you're... No. You go on the I app, have seen that poster. I've seen you that have. poster. Because you've got Stan. Yes. You've got on the app. It's everywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you're unfamiliar... As patients entering the operating room of Dr. Christopher Dunch for routine spinal surgery start leaving permanently maimed or dead, two fellow surgeons and a young assistant district attorney set out to stop him. Now, this is based on true events. It started as a podcast, and the cast is incredible. So, playing Dr. Christopher Dunch, Joshua Jackson, he is menacing like he is so good in this and as the other doctors what an amazing double act Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater this show is excellent could not get enough of it but that's like speaking to you know how well the show is put together the cast the writing and all of that Like the true events that this show is based on are absolutely horrific and yeah it is like, such a high recommend that like, this show is fantastic. And, you know, we've seen Joshua Jackson in many things over the years, including the mighty ducks, but this is <laughs> him as I've never seen him before. Like and, he, and you go through moments in his life, like when he's in college, when he's, uh, when he's first starting to practice, like when he's later in life and, and he does it all. Like it is such a well-made show. And it's only like eight 45 minute episodes the whole thing is available on Stan. I've got Stan. I can watch it. <laughs> it it's great, honestly. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and yeah, like easily bingeable, like just one after the other. It's um, it's great. And Christian Slater, like just watching Doctor Death made me want to watch the whole of his back catalogue because he's great. You <laughs> know. With Christian Slater, I, I
1: just had to Google, like, what he looks like now. I mean, obviously, he was on the, he's on the poster, but that's a... He used to really freak me out, just like, I don't know, there's something about him It just makes me uncomfortable. He just, I don't know, yeah, it's just... I think because he always kind of played that kind of creepy lurking kind of character's yeah. yeah kind of thing just
0: see him in this always. like his his character is really big and over the top and inappropriate times like he's he's so much <laughs> fun in the show and again like you know you've got Alec Baldwin it looks less intimidating <laughs> that's good honestly it's good. good check it out I mean we recommend things all the time but this is one that I think you'd really really like it's a good show now as always we're going to close out on some trivia as I said earlier I was looking at Waterworld Decided not to go with that but gave the trivia anyway. But the focus for my <laughs> official trivia, Flash Gordon. Flash George. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what I wanted. George Lucas loved the old universal Flash Gordon serials as a kid and wanted to make a modern version based on the original comic strips. Federico Fellini was optioning the rights at the time, so Lucas wrote Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope instead, and the rest was history. What? That would have been a good cue for the John Williams Star Wars thing. Let's <laughs> put it in. I'm assuming <laughs> it already it played. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, mean, I knew this already, but I just read it again today under the Flash Gordon trivia. But yeah, like George Lucas wanted to make a Flashborder movie. He couldn't. So it was like, oh, I'll just do my own thing then. And then we got to show them. They thought he just. Good. And we're all better people for it.
1: That's good. That's cool.
0: Thank you. <laughs> well, that's it for our movie show. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review, it helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social
1: media you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as that film Street podcast and all of our episodes can be found on our website
0: Podcast.com. If you missed it, we recently celebrated our 300th episode by taking a look back at the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 1. We also recently reviewed
1: Jungle Cruise and Batman the Long Halloween Part 2, but also stay tuned
0: for our upcoming review of The Suicide Squad. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film studio. See you soon.